All right, and here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the home of Jarhead's Mobile Welding. We offer marine quality work at fair prices, welding and custom fabrication, and repair to existing items. Not only am I a man who speaks upon the brand, I have also been a customer of the brand. Because here at Jarhead's Mobile Welding, name the mission and they get to fixing. Check them out now at Facebook dot com slash jhmwkc or you can also find them at instagram at jarheads mobile welding if you send them a message they'll give you a quote and that right there you can put in your notes thank you very much for your time and now let's enjoy the show guys my name is anthony anthem aka black fabio aka the midnight marauder A.K.A. Mr. A.K.A. And today we have a special guest. Sir, would you like to state your name? Uh, hi, my name's Justin Wallace, the Juice from the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. That's right. Justin Wallace, A.K.A. The, the Juice. Juice. The Boss Sauce, A.K.A. <laughs> the Hoss, A.K.A. <laughs> oh, A.K.A. God, <laughs> Who like to wet them up? <laughs> How you doing, my guy? Good, man. How you doing? Man, I cannot complain. Another rodeo, another show. I feel you. Definitely ready to do this, man. I was happy to get this cracking with you today. Yeah, yeah. What's the good word, brother? Man, I'm waiting for this AEW pay-per-view that's coming up at the end of the month. Me too. I'm going to be there, man. I'm so jealous. It's all right. You know, I missed uh, I missed all in last year, and uh, it it was a shit show, dude. I was supposed to actually work it and be a part of security and help out, and things just fell through, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't make it to the event. So I was like heartbroken over that because we covered we started our show last year, um, probably a couple three months before you know that was even an idea, and they announced it. So we covered it all the way through, you know, and it was exciting. It was cool. So to miss it really sucked. But, uh, yeah, being able to go all out, I got lucky. I'll throw a shout out to my boy Dave Gold from uh, The Hub Chicago. Check them guys out. They're online. They're everywhere. He hit me up, and he was like, yo, Juice, you want uh, you want tickets for a suite for all out? And this was like a couple of weeks before I think they even went on sale. He somehow was like secured a suite. So I was like, sign me up, you know. So, um, yeah, me and you got to get connected so we can make things happen, like all the wrestling shows. Uh, I got a promotion for you out here that you can come check out. Yeah. Um, I got some, I got some homies with a promotion called um, Journey Pro KC. So they've had shot. Yeah. Oh, you know about Journey Pro? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know the promoter, man. He's a good dude, straight up. Yeah, man, they've had Shotzi over there. They've had um. So Hammerstone actually showed up for an event. They had um, the Zombie Princess himself show up to the event. Nice, you know, a couple. Nice. Ki- yeah, man, like super nice people too, man. Oh yeah, I got to meet Joey Ryan. Oh yeah, I met him before. He's super cool, man. Man, he is super chill. He's dope, isn't he? He's dope, isn't he? Man, I'll tell you what, man, he dick flipped somebody off of a bar. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dude, it was. The, What's the up? Show, I, I went and seen I, him I at a Black Label show in South Bend, Indiana. 
Uh, this was probably four or five months ago. I don't know. But uh, Papa Shango was there, dude. The, the Godfather. It was the Players Brawl. Like you can check that shit out. Uh, Independent Wrestling TV. I believe that's on there. But uh, dude, I got to down with the Godfather. It was, it was pretty cool. That's tight. Yeah, and Joey Ryan was super tight. Me and my old lady scored a couple shirts, and you know I talked with him for a minute, and it was cool because I like gave him some stickers and some swag, and he like he's like, all right. It's like, yeah, I know who you are. Like, you're that guy who's always flooding the fucking feeds. I'm like, you know, I got to keep it wet. Oh, yeah, man. Joey is a cool-ass dude, man. Like, he talked to me for a couple minutes, shook his hand and everything, man. He's he's actually a really nice guy. But, man, he's a lot of baby oil. (laughs) Lord, my baby oil. I was just like, I I even asked. I was like, dude, how did, like, do you go get your baby oil at, like, Freaking Costco or something like that. He's yeah, like, actually, yeah, dude. Do they still have babies <laughs> R Us or something? Is he scoring his supply there? Who knows? Like, seriously. I haven't seen anybody that old uh, since David Otunga was wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was he was so oiled up he had to make up for his bad wrestling though. Joey can go though. He can actually wrestle. Contrary to oh, what people, you know, believe, like he's doing his thing. He's getting over. There's a lot of haters out there. A lot of negative motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Joey can kick ass. Yeah. Shoot, I've seen some of his pro wrestling gorilla matches. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Dude. I liked him before the dick spot, you know? Like, he was like, mm-hmm. to me, he's like a mix of, like, excuse me, oh, this tasty uh, Three Floyds Monster Fest is getting to me. Um, That's sponsored. I yeah, wish. Yeah, yeah. It got <laughs> slipping in. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Joey was, uh, you know, he was doing all kinds of shit before the dick flip thing, and he reminded me of, uh, like, a Val Venus mixed with Rick Rude. And I was never a big yes. Val Venus guy, though, but I love Rick Rude, dude. Like, I got an action figure on the wall that you can't see right now, but it's it's fucking sitting there. And sometimes at night, I think it comes out, and it's like, doing this fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but that's why I thought Joey Ryan, and then the dick flip came, flip, ugh, the dick flip came, and it was just, I thought it was hilarious, dude. I have a dark sense of humor, you know that dick and fart jokes, they're the best, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's just a dick joke, man. And Pretty much. You seen the match with him and Scott Steiner? Uh, yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, you did the atomic <laughs> drop on him. He was like, ah, oh! yeah, the atomic oh! drop. Check his balls. <laughs> Big Bad Booty Daddy, yeah! <laughs> Scotty! I'm sorry. Joey Ryan is, like, the greatest thing ever. Like, he is, like, his gimmick is, like, the most, like, it's, like, the most mean thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's entertaining, no doubt. Yeah, um, yeah, cause I like a lot of, I like a lot of these gimmick wrestlers they have right now. Um, like Orange Cassidy? Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, 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 Jim Cornette's not a big fan, as I'm sure you're aware. Everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. That dude just shits on him. <laughs> but there's a lot of people. Once again, people are jealous, for one, that he's with a good promotion and people have money, you know? Like, mm. it's jealousy because I don't care if you worked. He just found a way to get over, you know? Mm. It's like we're sitting here talking right now. If some motherfucker came up to you and was like, hey, man, like, I like what you just did. I'm going to give you a big contract. 
it's gonna be people that like it, people that don't like it, but people mm-hmm. are just gonna automatically shit on it because you have that opportunity. You know what I mean? Facts. That's that's what the- I would say. We keep it real, dude. Like I'll call a motherfucker out, like you know, just hating on shit. I hate that. Like have some good reasoning other than like, you know. You don't like Joey Ryan because he does the dick flip. Some of that I get, but to say he's not good at what he does, that's jealousy, mm-hmm. man. That's like this dude's hey. got fat wallets doing something I wish I could do. When, don't oh. you wish you get a paycheck for flipping people with your pains? Exactly. And on top of that, he's running his own promotion. Joey's oh, yeah, making bar wrestling. He's been doing the bar wrestling thing for a minute. Yeah. So, like, I can't hate on Joey Ryan. I can't hate on Orange Cassidy. And then on top of that, these guys had to put in hours of work just to be trained to be wrestlers. Yeah, like it's, it's not, it's not like they, Yeah, they just figured out what's going to work for them to get them over. Yeah, like I mean, don't get plus, me wrong. I don't know how long of a career like a Cassidy can have. He's eventually going to have to really break down and maybe wrestle something. I don't know, you know. Uh, but, I don't know. Those kicks are lethal, though. Yeah, they are. They're damaging, you know. <laughs> the shin kick of death yeah bottom line though i think orange cassidy is entertaining and uh i'll actually be uh seeing him august 30th uh me and the podcast uh, a bunch of my crew are gonna be uh, in hoffman estates uh gcw and black label pro are doing a co-hosting event it's uh called two cup stuff and you get tickets what? at uh, i think it's gcwblp.eventbrite.com but uh dude orange cassidy is going against gangrel that night Gangrel still wrestling? Yeah, dude, yeah. He's in great shape, too. He trains people, dude. I know he was training people. I didn't know he was still um, he was still doing ring work. Yep, absolutely. He has no reason to quit, man. He's Like I said, the dude's, dude looks good, man. And he's I think he's up there in age, you know? Mm. Probably just as old as, if not older than a guy like Jericho or something, you know? Yeah, because he's about in his 40s. He's in his late 40s, I think, now. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I don't know it's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, one thing about wrestling, though, you take care of yourself, you can last even in a Ric Flair year. So, I mean, shoot, Ric Flair and Hogan wrestling in their 60s. Or or if you just are a lucha a luchador, a lucha libre superstar, then you can live forever. You just pass it down from generation. Like, I don't know if Blue <laughs> Demon Jr. is really the original Blue Demon, you know? Like, sometimes it keeps so mysterious. It's They pass it on from, like, father to son or... You know, in Rey Mysterio's case, that was his uncle. It was Rey Mysterio Sr. that trained him mm-hmm. and gave the name, you know? So, like, character-wise, like, those dudes live forever, you know? It's true. Because, I mean, think about um, Rey Mysterio Sr.'s son, uh, Ray Horus. Uh, yeah. Horus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ray Horus. That's, uh, that's his cousin, I believe. Oh, it's um from what I heard, okay, so Rey Mysterio's his nephew. nephew Rey Mysterio yeah. Sr.'s nephew. Yeah. Um, Ray Mysterio Jr.'s uncle, and then Ray Mysterio Senior's son is Ray Horse. From what I, from what I gathered, cool. is, I is it? Know. You may be, you may be telling me that's yeah. I don't know. I've seen Ray Horse uh, at MLW in Chicago, and he's Ooh. he's actually going to be at uh this weekend. There's a Black Label Pro event in Chicago that's got like Dan Housen, uh, Ray Horse is on. I think he's going against Black Taurus. Um, oh. Yeah, dude, check it out. It's uh, Black Label Pro. Uh, what is it? Mick Wrestling. It's called Mick Wrestling, yeah. Uh, is it going to be on um, independentwrestling.tv? Bet your ass. 
Well, guess what I'm doing. Yeah, do you have that? Do you have IWTV? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because nice. I got it for Journey 4. I missed the last event, so I wanted yeah. to check it out. So, yeah, I got the subscription and everything. Nice. You should check out, uh, definitely check out the Black Label shows. And I know, not just saying that because, like, Mikey's my boy, but, uh, dude, they put on quality shows. Like, it's so dope where I'm at in northwest Indiana. It's like, you know, right next to Gary. We're a half hour out of Chicago. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, but to have something in, he's based out of like Crown Point, that's like 15, 20 minutes away from me. It's essentially hometown, you know, like a that's promotion. Dope. Yeah, a promotion that's focused on bringing in dope talent. You know, you got to support guys like that because, dude, for so long going to indie shows, like when wrestling was really bad, you know, like uh, last several years, not recent several years, but you know what I mean, like. I don't know how mm-hmm. go into it. Like it, it was bad. Like indie stuff, you just see some drunk hillbilly or whatever. Like somebody mm-hmm. with a clown or it's not good talent. And then like boom, an atom bomb went off, and all of a sudden there's all these guys with like good ass gimmicks. The indie mm-hmm. scene flooded, and it's what's made WWE and Ring of Honor and all those guys now. Because let's mm-hmm. face it, at one point AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, all them dudes, they were indie darlings. CM Punk, you know. Yeah, so I mean, it's, too. it's the same shit now. Look, you guys like Ricochet and uh, all the new dudes they're signing. It's there's a ton of fucking talent that uh, the, you know, the indie scene is flooded with to feed promotions like WWE and maybe AEW now. But uh, dude, mm. yeah, Black Label man, they're where it's at. Check it out. I've been to a lot of their shows. It's it's a party, dude. It's like going to a damn party, man. You get to watch some killer wrestling and. Just hang out, drink some beer. Yeah. Oh, to me, I need to get myself to Indiana and come check it out. I yeah, like dude. seeing the shows live, especially man. Cause like, cause like, I go to Journey Pro and Journey Pro. You know, they put on these events. They've only been going since like the end of last year. Yeah. And I'm just liking the way that the indie scene is just popping right now, man. It's like, great. yeah, cause like some of these guys I have seen, I had never seen before. For instance. I had never seen Alex Hammerstone before yeah. until yeah. I saw him at an um, indie event. And then I'm like, damn, I'm a fan of this dude now. Like, Shouty Blackheart, too. Like, she's from Indiana, where you guys are from. She's like Bizarro, um, Bizarro, Lucha. Bizarro Lucha. Lucha. Yeah, yeah, that's an Indiana yeah. promotion, right? Yeah, it's uh, Indianapolis, I believe. Yeah. Like, and then I'm like, damn, I need to check out this promotion. Let me check out this promotion. Dude, there's like, so many wrestling's like fucking Pokemon now. You know, gotta catch them all, dig it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's too much. You know, these guys I know two heels in a face. Uh, they're a podcast out of Chicagoland. Uh, they cover like Chicago wrestling indie scene, and uh, their whole shtick is uh, their gimmick catchphrase, whatever you want to call it, uh, is wrestling is a buffet, and it it is, dude. I use the like wrestling's a craft beer analogy. You know, like. There's so much. It's too much. It's too much. It's so awesome. Like as an adult now, and you know, just a huge wrestling fan all my life, and to be involved now, like in the business and like the media side and shit. Like, uh, it's a uh, damn dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, I love it all, man. Shoot, it's like I may not have become a pro wrestler, but shoot, I will probably be a fan for the rest of my life, man. So like. Even when I found, like, even when I found, you know how we always find out when we're kids, you know? It's like, you know, this is scripted, right? It's like, well, I don't care. It's still cool. Yeah. I, dude, how old are you, man? 
You mind I'm 30 me? myself. I'm okay. old as hell. Well, I'm 36, man. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fucking old, dude. Uh, but, uh, dude, I, I've been watching wrestling since I can remember, like, since I was five, you know? Like, I go oh. back, and I, I love some of that old shit, dude, and it's so uh, weird. You now. remember when Sting was blonde. What's that? You remember when Sting was blonde. Oh, yeah, I had the Galoob figure, the hard figure, where he's just like, Fuck, you know, you can fucking bash someone in the head with it if you wanted. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I started watching back in like 95 myself. That's, and I was yeah, about. That's a good time. That was a good time to start. Yeah, man. WCW, it was Saturday. And I was watching. Um, The first time I watched it, I watched Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, and Conan on the same day. Nice. As soon as I saw that frog splash and I saw the Lucha Libre like style, yeah, I was hooked. Oh yeah, that's it's good. Lucha's huge now, you know. It's a huge influence mm-hmm. on modern day uh, wrestling, man. Like that Lucha, uh, like the Japanese strong style, and there's a yes. British strong style, you know. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of that infused into everything, you know. Whether it's Impact, AEW, WWE, NXT, you know, New Japan, all of it. Heck yeah. So what is your favorite promotion of all time? Uh, man, well, I think everybody's has to answer WWF, as I'd call it. Like, I don't want to be one of those old stingy dudes. Like, it's like, you know, it was so shocking when they changed it to WWE. It was like, what the hell, you know? Because we grew up with that, you know? It was, but guys before us had, like, the triple WF, you know, with Vince Sr. Right. So... I, whatever I, I i would i would have to say wwe you know but now that i'm older and i've watched so much shit uh i don't know i i mean i really love wcw and ecw as well i really love ECW. all of them for their own reasons that's why i hate like the list and shit like the older i get the more deeper i get in thought so i'm like motherfucker ask me a question like uh and no offense not you but i'm just saying anybody uh like, what's your top five, your Mount Rushmore? And, fuck, we've asked it sometimes on the show. I just mm-hmm. I can't answer those because I'm going to give you, like, five names, you know? like It, you, it can't yeah. just be one. We're all great. We're I, all I completely agree because, like, man, somebody get, asked me to get the top five, like, a couple weeks ago, man. That was... You always oh, hate my... yourself after you name it because you're like, fuck, I should have took this guy off or I, sh- I really want to put that guy on. I don't give a yes. fuck. Yes. That's, that's, you're doing it, I'm doing it, everybody's doing it. And mm-hmm. I dare someone to test that theory, you know? There's always somebody like, eh. And, and usually the guys who can name you, the like, say if it's a list of three or five, whatever it is, if they can name it real quick off the top of their heads, usually there's something weird about them guys, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't trust them, no. <laughs> yeah, man, because, like, one thing I can say is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is Eddie Guerrero. Just because yeah, I followed his mullet, career from 95 all the way to the day he died. Exactly. He had dude, the music, he, so he had the juiced. white and... Wasn't he so juiced <laughs> when he was at the end of his career, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, like dude was swole, like he was little Eddie Guerrero, and then he just got jacked. Like when he won the, when he beat Brock for the uh, undisputed championship, 
that was the best Eddie Guerrero we got too, man. Yeah, like but... man, he was healthy. He wasn't on drugs. He was looking good, man. That's what so, happens. You get good and then you die. <laughs> it's a shit. It's story. so sad, man. You like people don't realize like wrestling back in the day, man. Like these guys had to do whatever it took to make sure they can be at the top of the line, man. Oh yeah. But that still goes. That still goes. And nowadays, I don't think anything in the business has changed in that sense because there's a lot of shit that you surprisingly people don't know for as much as people do know, like smart marks. Like I know what's going on. I think there's a. It's just like anything, man. You're, it's comp. It is competition. People are trying to be the top star because the longer you get pushed and the further down the card you are, it's the most money you're making. You know. No matter what you're doing, true. so yeah, there's people cutthroat doing that shit, you know. It's true. I mean, I'll say this: like, I know people are still doing steroids and shit, or whatever. Like, I know it. You can tell with certain guys. Like, yeah, he probably like shot some in his ass before the um, before the <laughs> bell or something. What did like, you can tell? Ass? <laughs> man, who knows, man? That's what I'm saying. Cause like. Was it like, <laughs> I quit. I'm it's done with your ass. <laughs> but yeah, come like, on. come on. I mean, look at like, for instance, everybody saw Jinder Mahal go from like, you know, kind of like a slender body, Man, and people were wondering, yeah. did he really, did he really well, clank and bang in the gym? Yeah. Jeez, Louise, because Drew used to be like, shh. Now he's like. Dude, he's ripped up like shredded wheat. Like, he went from, like, going to Impact, and then I saw him getting bigger and bigger in Impact, and then he came back, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah that's the same yeah. Scottish dude. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at an old match of his, and I was just like, huh. Okay, this is him versus Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Okay, there's yeah. a big difference. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you think of the Kofi run? I'm happy about it myself because Kofi does deserve it. I, but I, do I think it's, I do, you think it's played out, though, right? It's, out. It, it's starting to get stale. I think. Well, dude, we're ADD. We're wrestling fans are so ADD. I don't care how diehard you are. It's like you get sick of shit, you know? There'll never be yeah, another Bruno San Martino where you're champed for like 11 years and everybody's cool with it, you know? Could right. you imagine if that happened today? Like, your company would go under. Like, if they pushed John Cena for, well, they kind of did push him for almost a straight 10 years, but, you know, mm-hmm. to have the belt, never drop it. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, because, like, they cannot do that nowadays. Like, here's my thing. Like, I love Kofi. If anything, I want to see him get another title run, maybe go for the Universal title in the future or something like that, because he's shown that he can do big main event matches. We've already known this, like, since 2011 when he debuted. What was it, 2009 or something? He debuted a while ago. He debuted back when they still had ECW on. Um... Yeah, it might have been, like, 2008 or nine or I don't know. Who yeah, because, I mean, Kofi's already shown that he's a main event player. Yeah. I think have him drop the belt, if not this pay-per-view, at least by the next one. Hmm. And, you know, like, kind of let him build up. Um little towards getting him. I mean, he's already a triple crown champion. Yeah. So Yeah, dude. He's going to go down the history books. He's Hall of Famer, you yeah. I mean, let's see. He's won the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title, what? I don't know, like 
three times a piece and then the um, team titles multiple times too. He loves pancakes. Pancakes and bootios. <laughs> hey, remember remember the fucking uh what was it, the Dave Chappelle stuff with Prince? And yes. And if Charlie Murphy's stories is like he took us back and he fed us pancakes. Game blouses. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's hilarious, man. Who wants some pancakes? So I'm sorry about you and your crew of flunkies. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to throw that in there, dude. Kofi always got me thinking about them pancakes. Man, I ain't gonna lie, shoot. The first time they started throwing out pancakes, I was like, damn, I'm gonna make me some pancakes right now. I know. Be right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, I love the New Day, but I think eventually they're gonna split them up. Yeah. Or think by the end of the year, the New Day will split up. I don't know. That's a tough call, man. You know, possibly. But yeah, it would be like, cool if they just stayed together because their whole thing is like, positivity you know yeah because i do like it that's just it i like it but i can see that with the crowds especially it's starting to get old yeah dude it's uh yeah it, wwe trust me they probably do a lot of editing i'm sure sure at some shows because a lot of fans even there's fans there jaded fans that still go to that shit but then they go and they just try to take over and like boo and whatever and dude kevin dunn or whoever the wwe media guy is Mm-hmm. They do a lot, you know. They're gonna add in booze. They're gonna, you know, whatever they got to do to make it sound and look good. Oh yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's a billion dollar production. Come on. Oh yeah, I already know they got the technology to do it. Like for me, I feel like, I feel like, like for instance, I saw it in the last pay per view that basically Kofi probably needs to end his run soon. And drop the yeah. belt. I don't think it's going to be Orton that he drops the belt to, though. I hope not. I'm fucking Orton stale, too. I mean, 14 title runs. I mean, Dude, he's got Orton would be hot if he went to another organization. Like, if he was the guy on AEW that he was the Lex Luger for, you know, how Luger debuted at Nitro on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Still, he was, he just did a couple WWE shows. If Orton. Yeah. That'd be a game changer right there, you know? But I don't know his contract status. And he's probably, they're locking in dudes for life, <laughs> or at least. Oh, yeah. They don't want to get rid of certain people. Like, look at Luke Harper, a.k.a. Um, he's just what's this freaking, yeah, what's his um independent name? Brody. Um, Brody Lee. Yes. Brody Lee, yeah. Because he looked like, like Brody. He's one of my favorites. Classic. Yeah. Like, Luke wants to get out of his contract. Like, he's been wanting to get out and... Him, Dolph Ziggler, you know, we've all read the the dirt sheets or whatever, you know, they... A lot of those mm-hmm. guys, yeah. With the club, you know, Gallows and Anderson were a couple of those guys, and a lot of those dudes re-signed, though, you know. Taker just signed a damn near life contract with them. Like, they don't ever want, like, the Mystique or that guy, like, going doing... You know, he was supposed to do StarCast. Did you know that? Well, Taker was supposed to do StarCast? Yeah, he was announced as, uh, what they call him, Mark Callis, a.k.a. The Undertaker. They couldn't just say he was The Undertaker, you know? Mark Calloway or whatever his real name is. And uh, they announced him and Kurt Angle. And next thing you know, WWE's pissed about it. Because Undertaker, at that short amount of time, like his contract was up. 
So, like, he mm. really could have done anything. And all he did, though, was, like, I'll go to StarCast. And he did, like, some church thing where he sat down with a minister and, like, kicked it. And they talked. And, like, everything was cool. Uh, but other than that, you know, like, WWE was, they didn't have him. And then finally they're like, fuck that. We're going to have you come back. We're just throwing millions at him, you know. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Shoot, they don't want to lose that. That's, like, the best thing they've ever produced was, like, The Undertaker. Yeah. Even when he was biker, you know, like he keeps going and he's just such a novelty now. And it kind of sucks because he was a big dude. Like he could go, man. He had some good matches, you know. I liked him back in WCW when I was a little shit watching, uh, you know, that stuff. Uh, I remember him as mean Mark Callis and he had this big red. (laughs) He was a big, scary ginger. He was scary back <laughs> so, so I see why they gave him the Undertaker moniker. I mean, shoot. He beat Hulk Hogan's ass at WrestleMania. So Yeah, unfortunately he did. He said, rest in peace. <laughs> I am going to say this. Go ahead. I'm going to say this because we already know Undertaker, like, Undertaker... Undertaker's getting too old to be doing all this. Like, so we're probably just going to see him doing some cameo appearances or something like that. Do you think the torch pass he gave Roman Reigns is helping him or hindering him? Uh, I mean, it's always a help. You know, it's always a rub. But I, I don't know. You know, people accept he, Roman didn't need it, you know. He had, unfortunately, had that. Uh, what do you have, Lou Gehrig's or something like that? Uh, leukemia. Leukemia, I'm sorry. But he had that, so, I mean, he, you know, he has people's sympathy with that. Like, now that you know, like, he's prone to that, like, that could happen again, really. Like, you'd, you'd be a dick to hate the dude. You don't have to like his wrestling, but, you know, it's not like it was before. I was never a big Roman Reigns fan. But, I mean, as I think- true, the other night with that Buddy Murphy match, mm-hmm. uh, that, I mean, that was a good match. Styles, dude. Like, Styles came out and said, he's like, dude, people hate Roman, but he's fucking good in the ring. I just mm-hmm. think he's forced down people's throats. He's the next John Cena. Like, they, you know, they shoved John Cena down our throats for a good 10 to 12 years. You know, like, that was unbearable. I'm glad, like, TNA was around because that's what I watched. That and, like, Ring of Honor and uh, mm-hmm. CZW and the occasional WWE documentary. When they were releasing those like hotcakes, like the Jake the Snake, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, they had a Brian Pillman, uh, Mr. Perfect, the Legion of Doom, Bobby Heenan, dude. A lot of those are on the that's network, but you know the Rise and Fall ECW, like that, that's a great DVD, you know. Yeah. So that I that, mean, yeah. I will say this: like, I like Cena when he was a heel. Yeah, the doctor- but then. Doctor of Thug and Cena. That's the one I like. (laughs) That's the Cena I liked. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That was my favorite John Cena. I marked out for when he came back as that, and I I kind of really hate John Cena, but I marked out. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh my god, he's bringing back the chains. He's freestyling again. You know why, dude? Because wrestling fans are so nostalgic, dude. Like, any, more than any other sport, dude, because wrestlers can come back at whatever age, you know? We talked about this in our mm-hmm. show. And it's like, as fans, dude, 
when your favorite guy comes out, it's just like it's that nostalgia, and fans love that. That's why I think AEW is so. Other than having like some of the best talent in the world and most entertaining and athletic talent, I will say, um, I think that's why they're good though, because they got a lot of old school vibe to them, you know, a lot of old school approach and like getting the old WCW guys in, like Tony Schiavone just signed, you know, with. He's still going to be doing MLW, but, like, that's so dope. They got Shivani and Jim Ross back together. WWE I, could have did that at any time and never did, you know? Mm-hmm. Shivani could yeah. have been doing baseball radio for years. And then, like, it's a couple years ago, I stumbled on MLW, and uh, I was like, he was doing some shit with them. I was like, man, that's cool, you know? Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, like, that's why I keep, like, since I saw the Hammerstone match in um, Journey Pro, I started watching MLW. I was just like, how did the hell did I let this slip past me? Yeah, and then, it's great. Yeah, And then I hear Shivani's voice. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like I'm a kid again. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, you know, and it's great. And so, like, the AEW stuff, you know, uh, you know, all those guys, like, it's so cool and, uh, like, interpersonal with the fan, I think, with them because – Mm-hmm. They're like around the same age I am, you know, we are, and they, mm-hmm. it's that generation growing up. So they're, yeah, dude, when they talk about, they're tweeting about like Nintendo 64, and what if we had an AEW game that was like that game engine, you know, the Aki engine, like, holy fuck, you know, like, ah! <laughs> like that, that, that touches you, you know, like the way they approach the storytelling of matches, you know, like that Cody Dustin uh, match was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's like raw emotion, you know, and it was good. It was good storytelling, and the way they approach it now with a lot of their storytelling because they don't have TV at the moment mm-hmm. um, has been through YouTube and being the elite. And I think that they've written a lot of cool, just just cool hip stuff, cutting edge stuff. Like, could you imagine if back in the day the NWO was that cool, like Bullet Club or being the elite? Like, all them dudes had cell phones, and they were just, like, you know, blowing it up, keeping it gangsta as fuck, and W.O., you know, too sweet. Uh, I'm on that how one. How that would be, you know? Yeah, because, man, with social media, man, it's making wrestling pop straight up. Yeah. Like, everybody's gotten really good with it, seeing Chris Jericho wilding out every freaking week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. I love it. It's, yeah, it's cool. And it's cool to see them coming back on uh, – TNT, man. I'm really stoked about that. I was so pumped, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kicking it back to the old school. To the old school. Hello, Montel Jordan for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's got, you know, it's like, man, if they air it at like 7, what, Nitro used to come on like 7 or 7.15. It was always Easter or 7.05. Because I think like WCW Saturday night was always like, oh, it's 6.05 Eastern on the TBS, you know. Like Cody, like, 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 like a movie or something like that, and then they'll play it right after the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Cody does shit like that when he makes his announcements and stuff. It's always he has that little throwback. Everything is throwback, kind of, but it's still new. It's its own thing, you know. Like it's really good. Like there's haters, you know. We talked about it earlier, but you know what mm. I, I say? Fuck them. I agree. Cause like, so what's your thoughts on NXT going two hours? Oh. USA. I think it's cool because it's it's gonna be weird. Like as long as it's good, you know. I mean, 
that's their answer to AEW. And me and my buddy uh, Jeremy from he's a ref at Black Label Pro and Warrior Wrestling, and he also does MLW. Um, we were talking about that. Like AEW is their main competition isn't going to be the main roster of WWE out the gate. You know, it's going to be NXT because the main roster isn't popular. Like, yeah, you have guys like Rey Mysterio and AJ and Roman or whatever, <laughs> but the diehard wrestling fans, the audience, the AEW is roping in, don't give a shit about them guys. You know, they but want they something don't. different. They want something hip, man. They want something fun again. That shit's so unexpected so spots. manufactured. Yeah. But NXT is, it's the same thing. It's like old school. It's triple H writing it to me. It's like, old school writing and production and mentality storytelling it's but it's it's modern you know it's hip because like storytelling is good i like velveteen dream i love velveteen he's dope dude i love velveteen he came out like man, he had, remember that yes man dude, so dope. did you see the uh, promo he put um he did last night no i didn't i didn't watch last night bro he came. He came out with two girls pushing the couch onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> two girls pushing the couch on the stage, and he was like, was "Like, dream shirt, thirty dollars, toss. <laughs> dream glasses, ten dollars. Yeah, toss. Beating Roderick Strong, and." UK's very own uh what's the dude's name? Um Pete I can't Dunn. even think of his name. Pete Dunn. Yeah. Priceless. <laughs> if Roger Strong wants to <laughs> he started talking shit and then he had the girls push him back across the stage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I... loving those promos. <laughs> <laughs> man, he, man, he he's dope, man. I, I really dig him. Uh NXT, dude, they've always had good people, you know, but they've just used mm-hmm. it as a breeding ga- ground. Now that's its own thing. We may see guys from Raw and SmackDown come back down, you know. Yeah, because Drew, Bre- um, like for instance, um, what's his name? Tyler Breeze is way better in NXT. Yeah, the thing is, is people don't need to look at it as like a downgrade. Like maybe finally this TV deal will do it. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. NXT is always like. It was Florida Championship Wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. NXT. It was just like a training ground, you know, like like back when WCW had the power plant. They would just, you know, guys like Goldberg and Batista even, and uh, the Giant would go work out the power plant, then they throw them in the ring at Nitro, you know. It's the same shit, mm-hmm. essentially. And NXT, even though it's hip and it's awesome, it's their best product, it's still their, you know, lowest product compared to everything else they need to treat it like it's its own brand like it's not uh, I agree. if a guy like aj went there it wouldn't be like oh well, it's a downgrade because this is you know where guys come to get to the main roster like you gotta mm-hmm. my, that's not b- good brand separation in my opinion if you have if you truly have a brand split then you should treat it as such like hardly any crossover so when it does happen it's cool and it's special and it's like huge you know um, like mm-hmm. SmackDown, Raw, and NXT should just all try to be the best fucking show they can, and not have I any agree. interaction. Yeah, because I'm not gonna lie, I feel like NXT has had better shows. Oh, dude, pers- all of them, all the takeovers. I always tweet about it, man. Um, 
they're always better than any of the main events, like SummerSlams, WrestleManias, whatever. That Saturday beforehand is like, that's the time to sit with your buddies and, mm-hmm. and, and chill, party, drink, do your thing. Because the next day at WrestleMania, it's like... Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, WrestleMania was decent this year, but it was like, there were yeah. some spots where I was just kind of like... It's boring. You know, there's some... They're always... It's WWE's product. I've never, like, don't mistake me. I'm never never shitting on their product, you know? I'm just mm-hmm. telling the truth, man. Like, it's bad. It's really, really boring. And that's I'm, that's not even an opinion. That's a fucking fact, <laughs> you know? And, and I'm not, we're not the only ones that are saying this, though. Yeah. This is going across the board. Well, this is going from... They know it, too, you know? Here's the thing, man. Yeah. If you want to dig deep on it, it's like WWE, they are a lot bigger than they ever were. So there's a lot of other hands in the cookie jar that have financial say so and say, hey, well, this is the product we want to push. This is the, you know, people we want to go after. I think a lot of times the average wrestling fan forgets that. Like, it's a business. It's a huge corporate publicly traded business, even though it is True. wrestling, you know. That's why it sucks, because everything that's corporate mm-hmm. sucks. I'm sorry, you know. I mean, shoot. I could understand when they decided, you know, to get rid of blood. I can understand that. Just from different references but i mean because they got they had more of a kid audience but now that same kid audience has grown up and they're adults now and they're still going to the events yeah so i understand why the pg era happened and i see why they're kind of taking a a small step back into like a grittier era because you're starting to see they're they're using more explicits they're starting to use more blood again i've been seeing it kind of like like piece by piece they're trying to do what they're trying to gradually bring it in again but i will say this though like i think they need to let these wrestlers just go off and show out in the ring yeah like nxt they're showing now they're doing moves that more than likely they're not going to be able to use in wwe like wwe's main roster they're not like like that johnny gargano and adam cole match um from the last (laughs) nxt takeover you know they're not going to be able to do that in the main roster no, no, and it's uh, you know, it's gonna be weird. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, USA Network has a lot of say in their product too. You know, mm-hmm. that's so why it's cool that it was NXT on the network. Yeah, dude, yeah. It being on the network, it could have. That's WWE's property, as far as I know. I don't know the whole ins and outs. I'm not Mr. Smarty Pants. I just like mm-hmm. have ideas about shit. But uh, I think uh. WWE, you know, as far as the network goes, they control that. So realistically, and they have some brutal shit on there, don't get me wrong, but True. I think they, they edit some stuff. There's some stuff where like they edit out like cuss words and like why do you do that? It's your own network, you know? Like you have warnings on there, like just put the fucking what warnings <laughs> parental shit. But uh Yeah, mm, I mean worst kind of worse, you know you can get one of them buttons for- Put on there like swipe to bleep out the um bleep out the bad words, or swipe yeah. not to, do it. you know like if it's kids watching. I mean there's colds, but yeah. they could do anything they want. So ain't really NXT could be, you know, awesome if they choose mm-hmm. to be. But what I'm saying is with it being on USA now they have a cable network saying hey well okay you can do this this and that because that's what it is at the end of the day you know yeah. Because, like, it, it's going to Fox or something like that. SmackDown's going to Fox or something. Yeah. It's out, which is Disney, dude. So, 
It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 WWE's the fucking what do you call that? Uh, what's the big conspiracy theory shit everybody has about? Uh, there's this Hollywood triangle or group of people that oh the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even think of oh, that. shit. That's how much I care about that shit, though. You know, I don't. Um, yeah, rem- Hey, I'm Eric Morris with Morris and Varro. We provide accurate and cost-effective foundation repairs as well as dry solutions for your basement or crawl space. Now, if you're in the Atlanta metro area and you have water coming in below your house or you see cracks in your foundation wall, then give us a call at 770-546-3998 or visit our website at morrisonviro.com. Also, you can follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at morrisonviro.com to find useful resources that can help you with your foundation solutions. Excuse the interruption, but it's time for a message from our sponsors. Carlton's Grand Jerky. Sweet brine so divine that every taste is also fine. Enjoy Carlton's Old Family Sweet Brine Recipe. It offers a grand flavor of delicious lost taste for a healthy all-American traditional snack. Get yours today at Facebook.com slash Carlton's Grand Jerky. Once again, that's Carlton's Grand Jerky. Carlton spelled C-A-R-L-E-T-O-N-S Grand Jerky. Get yours today. The jerky was so good. Let's just say... When I gave it to my mother, I'm just going to put in quotations, amazing, because I don't want to lose my sponsor. But with that, we are back to the show. Reminds me of that shit, man. It's just so big, too big for its own britches, you know. That's why I need indie wrestling. And AEW uh-huh. to see through the cracks. AEW, you got Pro Wrestling Gorilla, you got Ring of Honor, you got CZW. You yeah. got Journey Pro, you got Dude, Bizarro Impact. Circus, Black Label, Impact, Warrior Wrestling, MLW. Freelance Wrestling, Freelance Underground's awesome. Reality wow. of Wrestling, Capital yeah. Wrestling. I mean, we can go down the damn list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot. I mean, hell. Which, huh? uh, what, what shit do you watch the most? Like, whew. That's just it. I watch a lot of them. Like yeah. I watch MLW, I watch Capital Wrestling, I watch um, Journey Pro, I watch MLW, a lot of the Texas promotions, um, PG, um, PWG, New Japan, yeah, Pro Wrestling. No, if I can ever find the freaking shows. <laughs> yeah, it's so freaking hard to find Pro Wrestling No because I want to watch the N1 Victory Tournament. Right. I'm sure there's got to be some shit. Like, I don't know if you do a fire stick or something. If I could say that on here, people use a fire stick. Work your way around it, you know? <laughs> I ain't trying to pay for that. Let's see. Pro Wrestling Noah. You got freaking all Japan. All Pro Japan. I like stardom. The girls are kicking ass in stardom. Yeah. Would you watch Rise or Wild Superheroes? It's going to get really dark. I'm grabbing a beer. Take a journey. With I have not. I've been wanting to check out Rise. Look at that fridge, son. Man, your fridge is all decked out. Oh, yeah, it always. You know, we got to keep it wet. 
That's what she said. Some LaCroix. Uh, there's some more Tasty Three Floyds beer, which we're going to take with us with the delivery, bros. Yeah. yeah. Anything on the table, anything on the menu, guys. Yeah, anything on the menu. It's like all that damn wrestling we were talking about, dude. It's so much. That would be cool if, like, man, if I – here's the type of shit I would do if I was, like, rich and a millionaire. I'd put on, like, a wrestling Lollapalooza type deal or an Ozfest where you would just – be tight. I'm some – billionaire i'm a bill gates i'm gonna pay motherfuckers to get along promotions that don't even like each other get along have like each promotion do two matches or something you know like a woodstock of uh professional wrestling that's what i would that do with a shit ton of money oh yeah man shit i would make that shit into just like a straight up wrestling concert yeah. like have music playing in the background while they whoop each other's ass like that'd be just super awesome right there yeah, if I have metal bands. I have hip hop, um, hip hop groups. I'd be like, all right, all y'all gotta play the hardcore set. Y'all gotta play all your hardcore shit while these wrestlers are getting in action. No lovey dovey yeah. shit. You gotta no have slow shit. wrestling and play some ghetto boys, dude. You know, like Bushwick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want some like hard shit, like some Black Label Society or something like that. Something like that. I want something like Handsome going. Really... Have you Handsome Brick? Speaking of which, that's his band. Yeah. Speaking of which, go check them out. You're on iTunes and Spotify and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it. All that stuff. And uh, YouTube, jpdub.com. Yo, you're a metal fan. Go check this guy out, man. He actually got some slaps on there. Straight up. Yeah. There's some good shit. We're playing live, dude. We're in uh, September 21st. We're at Live Wire Lounge in Chicago. Um, oh, you know, it's all heavy grindcore death metal shit, but we play with some big bands. Uh, if you're in the underground scene and heard bands like uh, Goat Whore. <laughs> or, uh, Goat Whore? With, yeah. We play with Soulfly, um, Deicide, uh, a lot of bands. Black Dolly Murder. Or no, wait, that was with our other band. I don't know. I mean, this one dude have been jamming for like 15 years or something. Some random bands like The Crip, Moistened Disciples, uh, Handsome Prick. Damn. All that shit. My drummer's got a bunch of bands too, like Dirty Dead, Pink Machines. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's an That's empire. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. Like, check him out. Like, that's one thing I forgot to mention because I did actually want to mention that is the fact that he's not only a pro wrestling fan, he's a rock star too. Nah, I won't say <laughs> rock star. I'm just saying I just like to go out and have some fun, you know. Man, I saw a picture of you on Facebook with no shirt on. Had a microphone in your hand. I was like, oh, he's in a metal band. Oh, I got to take it off. I was like, I, no rapper. I was like, oh, he's in a metal band. I can already tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you, you look like you were putting on a good show, bro. Oh, yeah, we did. That was at, uh, I think that picture that's on my Facebook, uh, Full Terror Assault. It's like a three-day um, outdoor open-air festival for all kinds of metal bands um, just uh, from in and out of the country. Uh, that's I think their shit's going on early September. We played the first year um, with my band Moisten Disciples, and then the last year we played with Handsome Prick. Uh, one of my episodes nice. that talked about it. <laughs> I got a fucking I got a tick on my nutsack. <laughs> that was a good story. Oh, <laughs> how would you get a tick on your nutsack? I don't know. And you know what I was doing? You know what I was doing, Anthony? I was fucking. Well, I mean, 
That's the only it happens to the I, best of us these days, young oh, man. man. You guys, you want you want to hear some rock story stuff real quick? I'll, I'll give you a brief yeah, little please. story. So we go we play this festival, and if you look, uh, you guys go on YouTube and type in "handsome prick." There's videos. There's like short clips of it. There, not many people took a lot of video, but there are lots of live uh, video footage of us. Um, we go down this and we play this festival. Afterwards, uh, there's a band, Midnight. They're really big, like thrash metal. They remind me of like uh, Venom meets Motorhead uh, type band. And uh, they were rocking. And I was like, I knew the promoters and one of the dudes, this dude, Johnny B, like I saw him on backstage. We were just chilling like while they were playing. And <laughs> some dude comes up. He's like, uh, hey, are you with the band? It's like, yeah, I'm with these guys. You know, like the guys they actually paid to come from out of town. <laughs> they they pay these motherfuckers right here. At least I don't remember if they did. But anyway, uh, it, it was a good time, man. So I, I ended up fucking eating some acid. Uh, it was damn. Yeah, first time in many many years I did. But uh, I had a great time, dude. I laughed my ass off for like five hours. Me and my girlfriend, and uh, in the process of the procreation mm-hmm. of the wicked. Afterwards, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> I checked myself, I got home, and then like a couple of days later, I was in the bathroom at work, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm scrolling to see some dude posting a group, and he's like, hey, you know, no joke, everybody check your bag, or <laughs> underneath your bag, like I had a tick on my shit, and I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck, and then I look down, and I look, and I'm like, what the fuck is that, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh man, maybe a piece of poop came up there or something, <laughs> I was hoping, as gross as that sounds, but it, you know, Having a tick on your balls, it, it freaks you out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? You one of the juicy stores, you got it. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I had to, I was at work. I came out and told my boss, "Hey man, I gotta go. I got a tick on my balls. You know, it's very uncomfortable." And he's like, "Oh shit, all right." So I go. My girlfriend went and got me this. Uh, it's like a tick fucking tool. You can get it. It's like next to the condoms. For some reason, it's like they want you to fuck immediately after you get the tick off your balls, you know? No joke, dude. They're in the condom mile. Um, so she gets that, and we get it off my sweated balls. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a weird experience, to say the least. So anybody going painful. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't painful. It was just weird. It was more mentally painful, you know? How do you think you would react? Let me ask you that. When you had a tick on your balls. I would hope I don't lose a ball. I know, right? You could get Lyme disease, man. Exactly. Can you imagine getting Lyme disease in your balls? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all you say is, ah, yeah, ooh-wee, Yolanda. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. True story, though. True rock and roll horror story for you right there. You get it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to fuck outside... Check your sack. Yeah, yeah. Anthony. Anthony. Wear some long leg under armor. (laughs) They'll get you. And also, listen to the juice. Make sure you cut that tick loose. (laughs) (laughs) This was your, um, this has been um, a wonderful um, TED Talk with me and Juice. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I could go. I could talk all day, man. Bro. Damn, that is, I ain't gonna lie. That's actually some rock star shit. It's like, man, me and my girl were fucking outside. Next thing you know, it 
I got to check on my balls. And, um, yeah. Well, I was on acid, you know. And I think, well, I, think he was probably, on acid. I think we probably banged afterwards, too, and I didn't know. Because he, here, here's another little juicy story for you guys. You're getting all the shit. I don't even put this shit on my show. So you should feel lucky because this is this is good shit. This is entertaining. Um, so we were we were looking at like houses and apartments, and we go in them, and it's like, ah, does this one suck? And it's like, yeah, it's like, we'll just fuck in here real quick, like, and we just fuck in random places at this place, like, see, ya, we don't want it. And at, it, I discovered the tick after those times, you know. So it's like, he got a free ride. So question: How big was the tick? I was just a little tick, man. It was just a little tick, you know, a little brown. Well, if we had to look at it, really look at it and see, like, little legs and shit, like, ugh. Man, I probably wouldn't even <laughs> recognize that myself. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here in front. He was sucking my balls. Well, not in a good way. <laughs> no, no. He was, he was taking away my vital nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever seen, you've seen Nacho Libre, haven't you? Oh my gosh, yes. Do you love Nacho Libre? One of my favorite movies. It's good, dude. It really is. I love the soundtrack, too. I think it's dope. It's hilarious, dude. Like, I am, I am a really religious man. <laughs> it's got that whistle. Yes! <laughs> it's like, why can't I just have a salad or something? <laughs> now listen here, Paco. Sometimes yeah. a man, a man wears thrashy pants in his room at night. Don't worry, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like this is my mama's machete. <laughs> There's a lot of just it's so dry humor. It's good shit though, man. It's based on a true oh. story too. That's true. That's right. It is based off a true story. Yeah. It was actually a wrestling, um, a wrestling priest or something like that of an orphanage. Then he was wrestling to help the orphanage with money. So that's actually a real story. Got that's to help right. the orphans. Got to help them. That's crazy because I think that's where um, Sami Zayn before he, um, before he was Sami Zayn he was um, oh he was one of the um, orphans. He was um El Generico, <laughs> and his his background story was. He was in Tijuana helping. Um, he was from Tijuana yeah. helping orphans out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh shoot! I just realized. You know who was in that movie? Who's that? That love human tornado. He was El Snowflake. Oh really? Really? Yeah, he was a black dude named El Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, dude, you had. Uh, I can't think of his name now. I've had a few beers that's escaped me, but uh, uh, Ramses that was a Ramses Silver King. was a S- Silver King, yeah, he was Silver King, RIP, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he passed away, man. So that sucks because Ramses is the greatest. I was like, damn, no Ramses, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ramses not come to the party, party. <laughs> he does it like he's having fun at the party. <laughs> <laughs> This shit's great, man. Yeah, I'm, after this, I'm gonna have to go watch that shit. It's it's been a little while. I but love it, it. Yeah, man. Looking forward to AEW. You're gonna be watching that. Heck yeah, I'm gonna be watching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wear some really bright clothes so I can just go out and you can identify me. I'll do like to suck it or some. <laughs> like, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You look crazy. I can already see you now. You're going to be like drinking your beer. You're going to be seeing yourself on camera. You're going to be like foaming the beer out of your mouth. You're going to be like, ah! Uh, I, might be, dude, I might be drinking a beer and eating a chicken wing. And it's like, oh, man, we got food and stuff in this suite. I've never done that before, so it's pretty cool, you know? Oh, oh, stun on me some more, sir. Stun on me some more. <laughs> no. no, it's all good, man. Uh I'm just I'm pumped about it. And then we're gonna be at uh we're doing a live podcast too at a bar called Max Wood Grill. Um M A C S Wood, like Wood World and then Grill. Like you're getting grilled. They're on Facebook. Uh it's a bar. It's my boy Kevin about M L W. They're trying to establish nice. themselves as like a wrestling bar in Chicago, you know. Uh mm. so they do some cool shit. They got some really dude, they got three Floyds on tap. Um got some really cool stuff going on but we're doing a live podcast there uh special guests like pretty much anybody and anybody can show up there um we got the dude from warrior wrestling that does all the lights and entrances he's gonna be uh on the show talking about different shit but pretty much anybody in the bar partying from noon to three on uh, the 31st the day of aew all out if anybody out there listening is in chicagoland we will be there and uh it's free. Come hang out. There's drink specials from noon to three. Um, you can even oh. we're doing there. The bar is doing a bus crawl or a AEW round trip road trip to AEW from the bar and back. And it's only twenty bucks, and they give you booze with that. So you know, come hang out with so, us. We'll do that. All my people in Chicago. Okay, I do got some listeners in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, I need to go for that. Go to that for me. Yeah. And then the next day we'll be at Warrior Wrestling, man. Uh, doing the fan fest there. We're going to be there rubbing Ooh. elbows with guys like uh, Frank Mir, um, Brian Pillman Jr. Frank Mir? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been announced. Killer Cross, uh, Brian Cage, uh, Ultimo Guerrero. Um, nice. Man, Mick Foley, uh, Tom Lawler. I'm trying to think of right now. Tessa Blanchard, the Lucha Bros, Daga. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, we sorry. keeping it up up in the Midwest. Oh, you in know. the worst of Pentagon. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. That means in Spanish, give me a fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what if we really oh, do? I love Tessa Blanchard, by the way. <laughs> He's a bad ass. I think it's Mass Republic or something. I don't know if you saw this online, but they're doing like some uh, licensing with the Lucha Bros. Like they got some dope looking action figures coming out. I don't know if you collect figures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and masks, uh, like Halloween shit. Like I saw a pentagram holding the, or pentagram, sorry, that's a band. Like a Pentagon holding the fucking chest piece that's his Halloween costume, and they'll have masks and stuff. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yo. All right, I'm about to check that out, man, because I'm a huge Lucha Bros fan, and I love Pentagon. I've been liking him since I saw oh, him dude. on Lucha. Yeah, my, uh, me too, man. And I've had the opportunity to meet those guys. I'll tell you what, right now, uh, I, I was backstage at Warrior Wrestling uh, 6. Um, no, 5, I'm sorry. And this was like three, four months ago, but... uh. In catering with, you know, Tessa Blanchard. I hung out with Brian Pillman, you know, like, we fucking wet him up. And, uh, 
dude, all of a sudden these dudes walk up to me and my buddy, Bruiser Bodie. So shout out to Bodie. Uh, and we just look at each other. And we we saw Pentagon of Phoenix unmasked. And we just do like the like, holy shit. And dude, I, I shoot not Phoenix. I thought he was like this handsome luchador. And underneath he kind of looked like fucking uh, Ren from Ren and Stimpy. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sorry. No disrespect. I, I don't mean disrespect. I love him. But I was like, I just thought of Ren from Ren and Stimpy for some reason. Pentagon was handsome, though. He's all right. Really? Yeah. I'll shake his hand. I thought, I thought Phoenix was going to be the better looking one. Not going to lie. I did, too. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I'm not homosexual, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I'm saying it's like I thought he was going to be a good looking man, and he looked like fucking Ren. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Shit. But it's weird, to, you know. And it's being in that moment to see guys like that who are really big. And that's like me, to me, that's as a fan, that's the equivalent of like back in the day before he removed the mask, if hanging out with like Rey Mysterio and Psychosis, you know, like. Oh, man. That's what those guys are nowadays, you know. That's them, the Lucha Bros. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get to see him wrestle twice, dude. I'll be at AEW and the next day at Warrior, they're wrestling Tessa Blanchard and Daga. I mean, uh, man, they're some hardworking guys too, man. Yeah, and they're super cool, dude. They signed my buddy's paintings. We got videos with them. You know, you did I send you the video where they did the? No, they, I never got that video. Oh, the yeah, yeah, it's on our YouTube at jpdub.com. I'll send it to you when we're done. But it's cool. Yes. They're like, did you see it, bro? Wrestling podcast. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, That's dude, tragic. I got to change my name soon. I got the robe. I got the stank. And uh. Uh, dude, they were so awesome, though, and, like, Pentagon's, like, fucking puto. Like, all right. They're they're awesome dudes. That sounds sad as hell, because I got nothing but respect for them guys, man. They're some bad fuckers, bro. Yeah, I've seen them in MLW, too, man. And, dude, we got Chicago, man. You got to try to make your way up, man. It's it's the mecca for uh, wrestling, professional wrestling, dude. You know, we got... What essentially is WrestleMania weekend with AEW doing all out, you know, uh, like I said, August 30th, you got Black Label Pro and uh, GCW. I think there's another promotion. I, I, do you watch AAW at all? There's an AAW? Yeah. South Chicago, they get like everybody, man. Okay, things to do on my list now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch, but dude, like, Bound for Glory is coming. You know, I was at the. Oh, uh, I can't ball. wait for that. Yeah, I was at the first one there in, at the Sears Center, dude. Like, I saw, I had, if you watch back and watch the Sting and Samoa Joe match, they come right through my aisle because I was right up front, dude. Me and my buddy Johnny B, and uh, I was wow. wearing my old band Decrypt. We had a shirt that said, fuck your opinions, really big on the back. So, like, the camera came in and zoomed, and you had to turn around, you see my fucking band shirt on there. Sting came right nice. through, uh, slapped Sting. It was awesome, man. That is tight. Yeah, so I got to be at the second one, and they're they're actually Impact's working with uh, Warrior Wrestling, um, and shout out to Steve Tortorella, he's the guy that runs Warrior Wrestling. He, uh, dude, he's my homie. Like he's a principal. It's a Marion Catholic High School, dude, and all the proceeds from all this shit it goes straight into the school, so kids get an education, all that, like everything, like the beer money, everything. You know, I mean That's wrestling, get paid. but it's for a good cause, man. And they put on like the fan fest. For hundred bucks, everybody gets to meet. You get to meet everybody on the card, like guaranteed 
free pictures and signings and shit during the fan fest and we'll be there podcasting come kick it with us you know our bunch oh, of yeah yeah because yeah. those guys you know they migrate to our table too you know we had chris ridgeway brian pillman jr melissa santos the rascals um you know, just some Frank the Clown, a bunch of other guys, man. Oh, yeah. And shout out to the independent promotions that have been putting on a lot of good, like, charity work. Um, I got to give a shout out to AEW for what they did for gun violence in Jacksonville. Yeah, that was really cool. I got family in Jacksonville. They got a lot of problems in Jacksonville right now with all that going on. So, Hey, man, I live with Gary in Chicago, too, too. <laughs> you know. So all these independent promotions... I commend y'all for what y'all do for these communities. Y'all get back to these communities, so thank you. Yeah. So that's one of the things I love about the independent circuit. They do get back to the communities they're in. Yeah, because they get that support, man. It's it's cool when you get like, man, this is just weird to be living in, like I said, such a hot spot. Like a lot of these promotions mm-hmm. I'm telling you about are like, Warriors going to be a big deal. I think you know. Don't get me wrong; they're doing a joint promotion with uh, Impact and South Bend. You know, right before the day before Bound for Glory, like it, it's nuts. You know, it's like the dude, my fucking friend, like is cool. It's like, and he's doing that shit. Uh, he was also trained by Joey Ryan, so we were talking about Joey Ryan earlier. Thanks. Yeah, he went to a lot of PWG shows back in uh, before the Bucks were huge. I remember watching the Bucks like in Generation Me, stuff like that. That's where I became aware of them back in the TNA days. Good grief! Yeah, you talk about some classic moments. Bro, I got one last question since we're on the subject of wrestling. I gotta go back to WWE for one more thing. The Fiend. The Fiend. What was your thoughts on that? I like it. I think, uh, I don't know. I, we'll see how it plays out. I'd be a little worried. I'm really hoping they don't blow this. Because, dude, his last gimmick was good. Yeah, it was a little bit of Waylon Mercy, but it was good. And they fucked him all up. But I do, this is where I kind of dig, to me, when Matt Hardy came in and, like, changed his character a little bit, Bray Wyatt's Mm -hmm. character, I like how, like, the coming out of that, that's, to me, how it seems, like, character development. I see this Mm -hmm. as him. This is the after effect of that. Coming from the broken universe, (laughs) you know, or some shit, you know? That's the way I look at it. So I dig it. I think it's cool. It's I'm a big horror fan. Uh, like yeah. fucking really huge horror fan. Um, we talk about horror and shit on my show too. And I'm I'm gonna have some dudes on uh, from the horror community. So be on the lookout for that. But um, I think it's got you know Tom Savini. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, dude's done fucking gore effects for like you know Friday Thirteenth, Dawn of the Dead, uh, on and on and on. Hmm. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, he's in that. You ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen Dust Till Dawn. I've seen a lot of those, man. He's uh, I the original the first movie. Right. Was, yeah, it was Sex Machine. He's got the fucking pistol. Oh, you had a pistol Sex Machine. <laughs> She's all flex. He's all flexing him. But uh, that I like that. So, like I said, him coming out and then having that severed head lantern. Lantern. Ugh. Oh my uh, gosh, that was pretty dope, dude. I don't I was think speechless. I don't like about when people may shit on me for this, but hey, guess what? I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't like the mandible claw. I think it is appropriate, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like it's too fucking McFoley. 
I'm not ready for another yes. how many years of like the mandible claw, you know? I think Mick kind of gave him a pass on that one. I think he passed the torch to him for that. But I haven't yeah, seen the day. That's that's great, but I don't want to see that. I love the sister Abigail. Like maybe do something else. Like it'd be cool if he just had like a eye gouging move or something, like fold his thumbs in and look like he's thumbing into people's eyes and they just tap, you know, or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, I agree. I mean, other than that though. That's fucked up. That, yeah, because I'm not going to even sit here and lie though. Like I hadn't seen anything that freaky since Kane debuted. Yeah, that it was, was cool. Everything, the whole aesthetic of it with the lights shutting down and uh, and the then he changed his music to metal. Yeah, the screen. Yeah, they did do that. Like the whole thing was just like, this is the perfect character debut. I haven't seen one of these since I was a child. That's how I was just like I was speechless the whole time. I was just like, yeah. I mean, everybody was like, whoa. Yeah. This one's even better than his last character. I was like, oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I really dig it. We'll see where it goes, you know. I don't, they can't overexpose him, I think. But uh, who knows, you know. I think he's going to be kind of like an Undertaker thing where he comes out at certain points. Now, do you think it's going to be a Finn Balor versus the Fiend again, but Finn Balor as a demon? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm done with the whole demon shit. I just wish they'd, like, let him do different takes, like body paints, and just, instead of trying to market, make money off, once again, corporate, off a character mm-hmm. he had. Because, dude, on the indie scene, he was painting himself up as Spawn and Punisher and Joker, like, Venom, all Joe, dude, Venom, anti-Venom, uh, that oh. shit was awesome, you know? Back to Ripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when he brought the chainsaw in NXT TakeOver, that mm-hmm. was tight. Oh, yeah. I want to. So I, I want to see him and the club get back together. You know, like to be. They need to make him a heel. They do, and then the club needs. That's why I'm like, dude, they should all go to SmackDown, and and it'd be the first time like him and AJ would be in like Bullet Club or the club. You know, oh, I hate mm-hmm. the see shit. Like it sounds like, what the fuck? It's like a teeny bopper show or some shit. You know, they call I agree. The OC. Um. But That's who have the OG boys join up, and then maybe even have Hogan come in and be like the OG Godfather, you know? Like that would be sick. Fuck it. That's the way they could bring the NWO back, dude. Like, and those guys already too sweet, you know? How many comebacks has right. DX had? We need NWO back. You heard it here first. I'm sorry, it's got to happen. Get Hogan in yeah. as like the heel manager. People already hate him anyway because he's supposedly yep. a racist and all this shit. You know, well, like, in the words of Stevie Ray, I'll put it like this: Black people love Hulk Hogan until that situation. Yeah, and I like, get it, and rightfully so. Yeah, you know, I'm not shitting on that. I'm just saying, you know, it's man, I hate words in general because it's like everybody's ugh, why we got to call each other names and all that shit. You know, like, I agree. So I will say this because even Stevie Ray said, like, if Hogan apologizes, I'll forgive him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't gonna forget that shit. Yeah, he but it's not, you know, that's not the character, Hulk Hogan. I don't give a fuck about Terry Bollea. I, You know, to be honest with you, I don't worship. He's not a false idol. I just like Hulk Hogan is. I love that character and that thing. And he's he is the only guy that is Hulk Hogan, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, it's not like, you know, you know what Stevie Ray said, though? What's Hulk that? Hogan is the blackest white dude oh, yeah. I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, dude, him and Booker T both, dude, and when they went in as Harlem Heat, I loved how they gave him love, dude. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, dude, the dude fucked up. You know, said something fucking mm-hmm. stupid, but like, hey, man, you know, we got to move past shit. You know, I, I don't mean, care. At this point, I don't give a fuck because he's in, he's in the first person I've heard that said the N word. That's yeah. from the old school. I mean, he's a yeah, he's an older white guy from the south. I ain't tripping about that. Yeah. Like, hell, Ric Flair said the N word to Teddy. Um, the, uh, the Teddy, um, <laughs> dude. Rick Flair got a pass just for saying it because dude's got like that cold Gucci mentality, like doing all that gangster I, Exactly. Shit. <laughs> he called Theodore Long a freaking he's the um blackest I, white dude I know. I mean heck, he's in the music video with the Migos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So like at this point, I really don't yeah. care. They're old wrestlers. Of course they probably yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. At this point, I don't care. It isn't right what he did. It ain't right what he said. Fuck no. But, but you know, it's whatever. At this point, I was like, he's a old white guy from the South. Yeah. From a way different era. Yeah, yeah. You Are you really that shocked? I wasn't. I was like, what? Well. Shocked by what? That he said? Like, no, that, that like people were tripping. I was like, are you really oh. that shocked? Like. No. I don't know. But, you know. Yeah, like I like for me, that's how it was for me. I'm just like, I got better things to worry about if somebody else says the N word at this point because yeah, believe me, you get it. Let's just fucking move on. Let's get over it. You know, like like at this point, hatred and all their stupid shit. People still lose their shit when they see Hulk Hogan. So I do. You know, even though I'm the most diehard motherfucker when it comes to Hulk Hogan, but. I will admit, sometimes, you know, I'll be half-masked when he comes out, and then he, like, will come out there and say, like, welcome to the fucking Silverdome, or say something stupid that sounds just totally manufactured. <laughs> it's not the same Hulkster, you know what I'm saying? We were kids growing up, we're sitting there, and he's like, you know me, and he's all juiced to the gills, like, I'm gonna take you out, you man, and fuck you up, like. Not they said that. He sweat on his reflexes muscles. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's, like, fucking huge, always do like that, that shit, like. Is I love when he would do the flex over Mean Gene like that, you know, like and cover oh, up Gene's head with the fucking twenty-four inch pythons, dude. Him and Macho Man doing a freaking promo together. Yeah, greatest moment in history. Handshake, yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan. Final question of the night: Who uh, uh, is the ghost? Because they both they've been quoted in songs, well, rap uh, songs. Pop culture. Here's the thing, yeah. I mean, Hogan will always be because he was first, and I think I think Hogan is was bigger. And dude, imagine if he didn't tarnish his career, how much even more bigger he would be. Because mm-hmm. there is a skid mark along the way, and that sucks. Because dude, let's face it, he's the motherfucking Babe Ruth of professional wrestling. You know, like yeah. I, people think of Hulk Hogan, even like young kids that are like, you know. How many years has Hogan been really out of the business, out of the ring, and there's still kids, little kids that know Hulk Hogan is? And Macho mm-hmm. Man's up there, too. I Don't get me wrong. I love Macho Man Randy Savage. And here's a quick little thing for you before we end. I, uh, when he passed away, my cousin lived down in Florida, uh, Tampa, wherever it happened. Um, mm-hmm. Her husband at the time was a part of the cleanup crew. Well, anyway, she hit me up, and where his Jeep crashed, they were the ones assigned to go clean it up. Well, they hit me up and they're like, hey, we know you're a big wrestling fan. You know, Macho Man just 
pass away. Jira, I'm like, yeah. And it's like, uh, well, her husband at the time cleaned her shit up. It's like, he's got like stuff like from the wreckage. Like, do you want the key to the car? And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. I have, I shit you not. And there's, dude, this is all legit. Like, there's no reason, like, they're not some lying ass people. They didn't give a fuck about wrestling, you know? They're mm. just like, they're like, we know you liked it. And this is, he was like, dude, Randy, like, squeezed the steering wheel so hard, mm-hmm. like, when he has a heart attack, that, like, taco, dude. Like, that, it's fucked up shit. And he's like, him and some other guys, they took the decals and shit off the Jeep because they're totaling it, you know? I mean, it's, when it's smashed yeah. up like that, and they're the guys sent there to clean it up, and like, yeah, so, and that's no joke. I have that motherfucking key, dude, and I cherish it, man. And I got a, a NWO Macho Man fucking finger thumb figure that sits right over top of it. Hmm. Yeah, cause I love Rock Macho Man. He was, he, was, he was the greatest, dude. He he was certainly, dude. That's what I tell you earlier when we started. You can't ask me just one, but fucking you just did. You can't do it. I just had to do it. I just had to do it. If you asked yeah, me 10 like, years too. ago, I would have gave you a real answer. Because I'm sorry to bullshit you, but it is true. You know, you and your heart of hearts know it is true that you cannot never pick just one of your favorite anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care if nope. it's music or movies, wrestling, comics, whatever. You know, what if I are you a comic guy at all? Yeah, if, huge comic I guy. Sit and ask you who's your favorite uh, superhero ever. You know, God dang it. <laughs> Because then I'd have yeah, to say Spider-Man, you're gonna say one that Black Plant. Can... I would have to go through a list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People who answer that question are fake as fuck. Avoid them. Because you can't. You cannot do it. Because you will always I see walk the away that like... question, too. I saw that segue. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was a good part. I will say that. Because <laughs> I love both. But I ain't going to lie, though. What was crazy was when Macho Man died, I saw a whole bunch of rappers coming out of a mixtape, and they had some dedication to Macho Man. I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, big. <laughs> you have the album? I got the album. Oh, you talking about Be A Man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were my that was the best wrestling history ever. Mr. Perfect, don't you know you'll be truly missed? Oh, Mr. Perfect, his name will never be forgotten. <laughs> I'm not going to even sit here and lie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Be a Man Hogan is the best diss record yeah. ever. Yeah, dude. It's so bad that it is good. It's like the room, dude. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's so bad that it's good. I, I can't. I just, oh, man. I love. I, dude, if you listen at the beginning, there's a part where we used to, dude, we used to choke on this when it came out because we used to listen to this shit. Me and my guitar player, uh, we go on tour like in 2000, what was it, six or seven? And uh, you're fucking playing the song. It's like, and before it starts, it's like, ooh, it's Randy and Macho Man Savage. Oh, he's kind of old, but uh, I date him. <laughs> it's like, what? Why is that shit like that even on there? And he's like, I'm going to kick your butt. He censored himself. Uh, sure. I'll give him the credit because he did that without even having to use explicits. But he, man, he went hard on Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That sounds like a song title right there. We go hard on Hogan. We go hard on Hogan. Hard on Hogan. <laughs> we go hard. 
flexing. We be hard. We be flexing. Going hard. Up on Hogan. Going hard. Up on Hogan. That's the slogan. That's the slogan. Ain't no joke. No Joe Rogan. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, we just made a million dollars, man. That's how Gangsta Wick keeping it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Man, oh, we're going to have to do a part two because it looks like eventually yeah. we're going to have to do yeah. a part two. Oh, yeah. Because there's so much I still need to ask you. Yeah, Damn, we've been going to talk about, man. Half. Man. And, man, you got to Can I drop something else on you just real quick? That's the best part. Go on ahead. I, I don't know how fresh you are for time, so I'm sorry, but everything you're talking about, like, that's why it's cool to talk to you because we could just – you could, I could bounce some motherfucking shit off of you, you know? Um <laughs> You're talking about Randy Savage. Uh, actually, next Monday, I, I, tomorrow night, I'm recording with Sid Vicious. So that episode is—it nice. was supposed to come out for episode 72. Um, shit happened. He had like some health scare or some shit, and we had to reschedule. But uh, we will be recording with him tomorrow night. Um, so that'll be cool. I don't know when that we're actually going to release that, but we did uh, Nikita Bresnikov in place for episode 72. Nice. Uh, but next week, dude, I got this dude. His name's Isaac Hare. I met him mm-hmm. a couple years ago in DeKalb, Illinois. We were playing a show, and he took some video of us, and he kind of annoyed the shit out of my drummer. But he, he was a nice kid, you know? Well, come to find out, his mom is fucking Gorgeous George from WCW. What? Yeah, yeah. That was married to Doyle from the Misfits, and she was with Randy Macho Mance. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, and there's he's got legit like pictures of him as a little kid and shit with Macho Man because his mom dated Macho Man. This dude, like, he lived with him for a little bit, you know? Like, he just got through wrapping up uh, an interview with some filmmakers. I think Billy Corgan's producing it. It's a documentary coming out next year on A&E. It's uh, about the Macho Man. And this kid just fucking recorded some shit about him, you know? Which is Whoa. cool. I I can't wait to talk to him, and not only that, like I said, uh, just picture him with Goldberg. Like he met everybody, and I'm a big you know punk rock guy. I love the Misfits, uh, dude. His mom was married. Her last name's still Frankenstein, I think. You know. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So Yo, we'll we'll be yes. having him on the show, and he's he's gonna talk about that shit, and he's got some music he wants to promote and shit, and uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be getting some good shit, man. Check it out. So yeah, man, you need to go check out his podcast, and that's on. It's on a lot. Um, it's on all the platforms like Spotify Every and all that. Every single motherfucking thing. That's it's it, fun. and I'll be putting details down below. Yeah, description yeah, below. Jpdub.com. You know, go to iTunes, uh, Spotify, Instagram, iHeartRadio, Lipson, Google Play, any of that shit, and just search Juice Pro Wrestling. It's the fucking little bloody bell that says Jpdub. Well. It's a juice for wrestling, but you know, shorten it up. Juice. Yeah, the juice. No OJ Simpson. No, oh, you know what, man? OJ didn't do it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody writes a book about if I would have did it, here's how I would have did it. <laughs> yeah, the only man that could know is the juice himself, you know? So, whatever. But it's cool. It's weird. A uh, little fact before we go. Um, my whole nickname... I've been called that since in my uh, music career now for a number of years. It was just some weird thing that uh, my guitarist buddy came out with one day. He's like, I knew a dude years ago. His name was Justin. We called him Jutes. And he, they just started calling me that. 
And like our lyrical content's always like silly, or off the top of the wall bullshit, you know, like juices of humanity or something, just something silly and <laughs> funny, you know, like so just call me Juice. Now we always morph in like Juicy J Cristo or Juice Willis or you know Big Juice Stud. Now with wrestling, it's great. Juice the Anvil Nightheart. And actually, anybody out there listening, if you got a uh, brewery going, I'm looking to make a beer with somebody and a hot sauce. I, w- I got my beer planned out, dude. I want it to be a Japanese hoppy um, lager. So it'll be Juicy mm. Thunder Lager, dude. <laughs> that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a shout-out to Juicy Thunder Lager. Yo, you ever get that made, send me a case. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be there, man. It will happen. Oh, yes. But, yeah, because yeah, We pretty much have already become friends, so at this point, this is going to happen again. Yeah, yeah, man. Anytime. I'm down anytime. You know, we're usually in the studios uh, usually once a week. Um, but now we're, we're, you know, we're starting to get some traction and stuff, so it, it may have to be some more, you know. But even still, I like doing stuff like this, man. Coming on, meeting new people with you. I think you're fucking dope as hell. Oh, yeah. You're doing I can't wait to see what it's like in post. So you better send me some links. You got it. Yeah, Speaking of which, sir, you got to let me come on your show so I can fuck up your shit for a minute. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, dude. Totally, man. We can totally do that. Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh, we'll have a good time, man. We'll get, uh, tell you what, um, yeah, September, man, after we get through with this all out stuff. We'll rock it. So, we, we, we should do a uh, like an all-out recap, you know? Hell yeah. I'm down yeah. for that. You yeah. already know I'm watching. You're going to be watching live, you lucky mofo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I just happen to be at the right place at the right time. That's right all it time. is. That's when, you know, think of that. When you hear the best, they're always telling you it's the right place at the right time, man. And that's a true story, dude. Like. There's a lot of good shit. Like, I wish you were, you'd be shitting your pants, dude. Like, like I said, this is the epicenter of professional wrestling. I can see fucking MLW all the time. I can see Freelance all the time. I can see Black Label, Warrior. Um, uh, there's Resistance Pro. You got AAW. Uh, Impacts run out here all the time. ROH, dude. Like, everybody. And they're shitting in Indianapolis, but... Midwest got game, dude, like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's true. Well, shoot. With that, guys, I think we're at a conclusion. So, with that, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. The Best in the World! Mr. A.k.a. and i'm justin juice wallace from the juice pro wrestling podcast check that out yeah because we like to wet em up wet em up because you already know to all you wrestling groups out there this is coming out it's gonna be hot it's gonna be nitro yeah yeah flood them groups man fuck facebook they always try to block me they say it's spam i post one new every one new thing i post at one episode so it's really once a week i post it in a group and then Facebook is, like, trying to flag me, like, hey, you're not paying. Even though I do pay to promote, that's, hey, you know, that's that's some backstage behind-the-scenes shit another day, another time. But all I'm saying is, dude, fuck Facebook, man. Facebook, fucking coming for you with my fist. I hate you. Bad place to You heard of Facebook. 
Yeah, too much negativity on there, too, man. Everybody's got a fucking opinion, and most of them smell like shit. We coming for you. <laughs> Who's that? We coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we done. It's over. We done. Work. <laughs>